Mountain logs, a journey into the void. Day 5, immersion at the source. The call of the knowledge river of our shared origin. Where, where do we go from here? A question without an answer. Where there's no teaching to adhere. No end to this messy quagmire. Where, where to find happiness? Scores of voices disturb the mind. Life was fine being rudderless until hope put us in a hopeless bind. Why, why this endless struggle, this mad desire for authenticity in giving up being predictable, in wanting release from uncertainty. Why? Why this mindless surrender to nature's brazen show of will? No need for armor, says the mother. You're being prepared for the kill. How? How does fear move ahead through this relentless maze of suffering, through grief, guilt, hurt and hatred that arise at the imminence of a beheading? Go, go back and reverse instead, involute to the womb of creation, struggle not in vain, immerse the head in the amnion of your hoary inception. Dip, dip in the mud melt of the glaciers, of the ice of our ego dominance. Water crystals are but carriers of the essence of our transcendence. Dip, dip in the river of acceptance, Beyond the confines of transience, this is the way of the ancients, of awakening into the depths of silence. Listen, listen beyond the holy glacier, to a cool, remote celestial din, hear the call of the knowledge river, of our shared origin, our shared origin. Dear friends, 6 a.m. Early morning light, muted by grey clouds, the sound of Ganga playing in the lap of magnificent Himalaya, chirping of birds, light green leaves. It's so inspiring. We will dip in these waters later in the day, but much closer to its source. Sent a message to all. Today there will be lots of learning. We will explore the breath body. Lots needs to be taught and we have the right program. Time is the constraint. So let's start to read and learn all about our breath. I would humbly request you all to put the audio blog in your cars and hear it. Those who love to read, I am sending the write-up too. My purpose is to be your guide to this legendary mountain, the Himalaya. Awakening the Breath Body Through the day, we move with our legs, we work with our hands, 
our lungs contract and expand to help us take more than 20,000 breaths in a day. Our heart beats around 110,000 times in a day. But this is not all the movement we do. Through all the different activities we perform in a day, our minds too travel through different states. And these changes of state correspond to specific changes in our breathing pattern. Internally, the mind travels on the vehicle of the breath. The ancients researched this and found that if we learnt to work with the breath, we can consciously access the mind. We can also spend more time in a state called happiness. Breathless is a moment of immersion. When we immerse or dive into water, we hold our breath. If we look at its subtle meaning, immersion itself is a word we use when we want to delve deep into some subject at work or in our personal lives. The Latin roots of the word immersion is in plus mergeri. In means into and mergeri means to dip, to be swallowed up, to lose identity, to disappear into something else. Every time we truly immerse, we can disappear into any subject and this is the knowledge process, the process behind the great insights ideas, inventions and discoveries. Immersion. Taking a dip is also about stillness. And stillness is a state where there is no struggle. A state that is free of the constraints of identity. Immersion in the river Ganga symbolizes this immersion in the knowledge stream into a timeless state of insight and healing. But this profound contact with the Himalayan river is not just about the subtle. It has well-researched concrete healing effects too. In the age of antibiotic resistance, from around the 1940s, antibiotics have been used to treat bacterial infections. At that time, Antibiotics seemed to be wonder medicines, but over the years, the bacteria have evolved. Today, we have superbugs in the air, in ICUs, and many patients the world over die because they get infected by these bacteria, which are immune to all antibiotics. So now the medical fraternity is seriously researching an old and abandoned non-antibiotic method of treating bacterial infections through the therapeutic use of microphages. Microphages are forms of virus that can kill bacterial infection. The discovery of the antibacterial properties of microphages is connected with the Ganga. For thousands of years, the people of the Indian subcontinent have regarded the waters of Ganga 
as a powerful healer of diseases, protector and sanctifier. In 1896, Ernest Hanbury Hankin, a British bacteriologist working with the Government of India, published a research paper in the annals of the Pasteur Institute of France that the water from the rivers Ganga and Yamuna contained biological presence that destroyed cultures of cholera-inducing bacteria. This inspired many European scientists to research the ability of microphages to treat bacterial infections. These researches were abandoned due to lack of funding in the wake of the discovery of antibiotics. In 2009, Dr. Chandrasekhar Nautial of the CSIR National Botanical Research Institute, a highly respected and much feted scientist, found that bacteria could not survive for more than three days in an eight-year-old sample of water from Ganga, whereas it took up to 30 days for the same to happen in a bottled water sample. Dr. Shanmugam Mailraj, Senior Principal Scientist at the CSIR Institute of Microbial Technology, Chandigarh, in a paper published in 2016, stated that in the waters of Ganga, there are more than 20 strains of virus which can be used for treatment of diseases like tuberculosis, typhoid, pneumonia, and many more. Dr. Devendra Swarup Bhargava of the Roorkee University published a paper in 2018 stating that the waters of Ganga absorbed greater levels of oxygen and organic matter than other rivers. He also noted that there have never been any outbreaks of epidemics along the Ganga in spite of it having one of the highest density of populations in the world. Lot of research is still due. Nature is a source in many ways. Here, bacteriologists try to grow microphages like they grow in Ganga. The effect of Ganga on the psyche is much more difficult to test and validate because of the subjective nature of the exercise. But it can be easily experienced and this becomes the personal knowledge of the one who experiences. 2 p.m. Many had tears in their eyes after the dip. Everyone is hungry. Let's have some food. Anti-aging dip. 7 p.m. We take another dip. This time in the hot springs of Ganganani Falls. The waters here have a high level of sulfur. These waters are said to be very therapeutic for skin conditions such as dryness, itchiness, eczema and has a gentle healing effect on acne. It soothes inflammatory skin conditions such as rosacea. Our body needs sulfur to produce collagen, the substance in our skin that helps it remain elastic. So these springs are considered good to make your skin look younger 
because they have a high concentration of sulfur in the waters. We then visit a monk. It was great sitting with him around his dhuna. It's always an inexplicable feeling sitting with a living legend. We may know a little about the immersion in Ganga, but at any time, we will never know all there is to know, like why it feels so nice to sit with this adept, or why it felt so cathartic for many when they immersed in the waters at Gangotri. As much as it is a science to research a subject and prove and validate a hypothesis, it is also a science, a different kind of science, to be able to immerse into a subject and let it overwhelm you and learn about it, not analytically, but directly. feeling like closing with a prayer. O great mountains, from your vast vessel of silence, your eternal heart of presence, give us a sip deep inside our hearts so as to forge a center immovable. O great rivers, from your flowing, tumbling song, your power and ferocity give us a dip deep inside our hearts so as to forge a flowing with life. Lots of love, Bharat Thakur.